conversations about and mm-hmm. how originally when it first came out there was there was a lot of like obviously a lot of love because oh uh, you and mcgregor coming back as obi-wan everybody was really excited for that and then the story hits we get the six episodes and i'm the type of person and i think matt you are too uh, but correct me if i'm wrong i'm the type of person that could sit down watch and enjoy yeah there'll be things that bug me yeah, there'll, there'll be things I nitpick about, but for the most part, I can just sit and enjoy. I think, yeah, I think definitely. you're like that with me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. when we when we look at the the sequel trilogy as an overall story, it is just terrible, terrible. Like there's mm-hmm. no other word for it. However, yeah, I I can watch Force Awakens and be entertained. I I can even watch Last Jedi and be entertained. There were th- mm-hmm. things in there that I liked, I really liked, and mm-hmm. obviously things that I didn't like. And then Rise of Skywalker, yeah, I can I can watch it and like I can go back and watch every movie. Whereas if you see a movie that you don't like, you watch it, and you hate it, you're not watching it again. Yes, yeah, and I could I can watch them all again too. I'm the same way. Like obviously, I don't agree with some of the storytelling points that they did or the decisions that they made with where they wanted to go and where they went in the sequel trilogy. And I have, you know, those ideas about everything, right? Yeah. Every, every single movie or TV show of star Wars, but in the end of the day, it's all still entertaining to me. Right. And I can still sit back and be like, this is supposed to be entertainment. I can appreciate it for what it is as, <laughs> as entertainment. And that's the biggest thing, right? So like when we yeah. look back at Obi-Wan and there were a lot of people that complained about, a lot of stuff. Oh, so many people complained about Obi-Wan. So and many. You had said to me that you like originally when you watched it, you had some issues. Yeah, some I gripes. did. So I, I'm going to really enjoy going through these episodes and hearing what those maybe gripes were at the time to mm-hmm. what your thoughts are now that we're rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Because I did too. At the same time, I'm biased. Super mm-hmm. biased. Yes. Well, so am I, right? Because you're yeah. super biased with Obi Wan, and I'm super biased with Vader. And, yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, like, and this is one of those stories that they're they're telling. It is a risky story to tell when you look at the grand scheme of the canon and everything like that, especially a New Hope and oh, mm-hmm. this is a presence I haven't felt in and walks away. Like, yeah. There's no timeline 
in the original trilogy that says the last time they met, you could still have a second season of Obi-Wan. And you, I, I don't think it's a great idea, but you could still have Obi-Wan and Luke, or uh, sorry, Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin meet up, have a fight. And, but obviously it would have to be, the storyline would have to be very shortly after Obi-Wan. Yeah. It, it can't be too much closer to the original trilogy. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it really depends on, you know, all of that line of Vader is like a present I haven't felt since. Right? Yeah. It could be it could be a year. It could be, you know, this is what, like six years? No, this I think is because Luke and Leia are six or ten in this, right? And so Luke is like be... sixteen in a new hope? No, no, he's eighteen in a new hope. He's eighteen? Okay, so it's eight yeah. years before something a new hope. like that. Something. It's okay. I think I think it's yeah, it's either nine or ten years before A New Hope, this movie. And, okay, like, but you have to be careful moving forward. If there is going to be another Obi-Wan Kenobi se- season. Mm-hmm. However, at the same time, you could do they could three, They could do ten. Four. They could do ten seasons, and it doesn't have to involve the Empire at all. Maybe a brush with the Empire, but yeah. Obi-Wan just doing heroic things. Yeah. Yeah, it could definitely be that, you know, and Vader disobeying the Emperor. Maybe yep. he can hide it from him for a season. Yep. But, you know, they can't really do it for too long. No, and I I would have no problem with them doing something where, oh, he's looking after, or he's looking. At some point, there has to be a thing where, like, because let's, let's be real. Once we get to the end of Obi-Wan, there's a scene there that just pushes a pushes Vader off mm-hmm. of Obi-Wan, right? Like he's just yeah. okay, yeah, I'm no it and nobody believes it. No. I mean I didn't. <laughs> no. I certainly didn't. I was like, oh yeah, okay. Just tell the old man that you're good and he'll you'll move on and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, we'll get to all that when we do our review. Our top five uh for this week is characters from the Rebellion era. No force yeah. users. Introduced in the Rebellion era, non force users. Yep. I might have a debatable number one, but I, I like think it. the person is, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, some quick news and thoughts. Uh, obviously, we have to mention Ray Stevenson passing away, mm-hmm. fifty-eight years old. I like didn't realize the depth of which Ray Stevenson has within Star Wars. Like we we know that he's coming out with the Ahsoka series. Like he's Mm-hmm. Looks to be one of the main antagonists in the series. Remains to be seen, but he's in it. Um, he also voiced Gar Saxon, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And um, he's been in a ton of stuff, right? He's he was in the Thor movies as Volstag, mm-hmm. one of the Warriors Three, mm-hmm. and of course all of the other stuff that his his British yeah. kind of list well, of things that he's been in um yeah like terrible he's the guy with the orange lightsaber in the trailer yes for ahsoka right yeah yes so like almost, he... almost looks like um the villain from the old republic video games yeah the the emperor the immortal emperor or whatever but yeah he was he was also uh punisher in a movie mm-hmm. that punisher warzone movie i mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah right mm-hmm. so like 
58 years old. That's that's way that's too young. young. So yeah. young. And we're we're not gonna get to see more uh, and obviously it depends on what the happens in the, the Ahsoka show, obviously, but a terrible loss. So mm-hmm. just respects to Ray Stevenson's family and just a terrible tragic loss. Uh which is too bad because yeah, fifty eight years old, that's so young. Mm-hmm. And it was like out of nowhere too, because he was filming. Um, I don't know exactly where he's but he was in the midst of filming, taken to the hospital, had some sort of reaction or something like that, and then passed away in the hospital. And that's that sucks. So horrible to hear that uh, Ray Stevens passed on. Mm-hmm. Um, other news, I don't have a whole ton of it. Uh, there was there was an article talking about Mark Hamill saying he doesn't expect to portray Luke Skywalker anymore. And I was thinking I could... about that. Yeah. Uh, what else is he supposed to say? Well, I mean, given the way that, like, Disney's going with their deep fake technology and his, like, vocal betrayal about, like, disagreeing with Luke's stuff online. Yeah. Like, I could see Disney starting to want to distance themselves from Mark Hamill. I think it's shitty. To me, he's more Luke than Disney's Luke. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, like, he knows more about Luke and what Luke would do in this, that, and the other situation than I think Disney does right now. Um, I, so, I think... that would be, that's disappointing to me to hear that, but uh, I can see why they would want to do it. I'm not saying I want them to do it, not at all. I, uh, I don't know. Why they like... would want I look at something like this, and I, I like I don't think Mark Hamill is coming out and saying I don't expect to play Luke Skywalker anymore, just no. out of nowhere, right? I think somebody asked him a question. Uh, yeah. Do you think you'll be a part of the new Ray movie moving forward? And I, I don't expect to be. Like, we've heard him say before that he isn't a part of something mm-hmm. that he had to keep secret for mm-hmm. storytelling reasons and all that kind of stuff. I, I look at it and I'm like, I mean, what do you expect him to say? Yeah. Oh exactly. yeah, I'm gonna be I'm back. I'm Luke and like here's half the story. Like he, he's gotta say that. Also, Disney would be insane, in my opinion, to walk away from the one actor from the original trilogy that wants to be a part of everything Star Wars. Yeah. And that's insane. Like- yeah, and all the people with like that grew up on Star Wars now because it's like fifty years old almost. Yeah, you know they all have the money to spend on stuff. <laughs> Identify I, like, with Mark Hamill more than anyone else. I, it would be it would be if this was and obviously the first name that pops up Kathleen Kennedy mm-hmm. when it comes to all these types of decisions. It to me it's it's career suicide. Mm-hmm. Because again, Mark Hamill, one of the original legend actors from the from the original movies, loves everything about Star Wars, has an opinion on everything about Star Wars, and mm-hmm. his opinions aren't just sh- like they're not just shitty. No, like they're good. Yeah, like, he's he's educated on the character, and he's educated in the lore, the storylines, all that kind of stuff. To just distance him distance themselves which i don't think they're doing i think to me i think this is a thing where mark hamill's just saying yes. this to protect i think this is a clickbait article too yes. right yeah. like 
Yeah, but I mean, I can see why Disney would might yeah. want to do something like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because uh, he I has come out and he has know. said that he didn't like the way that the Luke character was portrayed in the in the sequel uh, trilogies. But he yeah. understands it because it's not his Luke; it's mm-hmm. Disney's Luke, mm-hmm. right? And so, to me, I mean, if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna distance yourself for stuff like that, stop. Get out of the entertainment industry. <laughs> yeah. Like yikes! But yeah, I thought that was an interesting article that I read, and I just looked at it and I'm like, "Come on, they're not, they're not, they can't possibly walk away from Luke. No. You just can't. That'd be silly. And would... how do you not have Luke in the new Ray movie as a Forest Ghost? Yeah, definitely, right? Like, how hope... do you not? If they don't, I will sit there and just go, "Wow, this is Anakin 2.0." Mm-hmm. Like, you missed the boat by having Anakin come back in the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. You could do it again with Luke. Did you learn nothing from the box office debacle that was the last two mm-hmm. movies in the sequel trilogy? Like, yikes! But it is; it remains to be seen. I, I think it's just I agree, clickbait, and just yeah, just trying to. Be quiet on things, and you don't have to yeah, talk about there's, it all the time. It's a dead era, or for or a dead month, or whatever for Star Wars news too, right? So something, these people gotta get their clicks in on the internet. So figure something out. Eh? Yeah. Um, did you have any news or anything that you wanted to throw out there? No, I Unless... actually I haven't been paying too much attention to the news. The really only news Arts. that I'm concerned about is if they fix the um, Jedi survivor graphical glitches yet. Is that is I finished the game. That, did you? I did. Because I I, uh, uh, I really would like to play that game, and I don't want to have it ruined for me by these graphical glitches. I know that some people can say, oh, you can still play it. It's You're playing it on computer, though, right? No, I'd be playing it on PlayStation. Okay. I, I will say PS5 or PS4? Five. I had no issues. No? None. Okay. Well, that's zero, good news. Zero issues. You played it on the PlayStation? Yep. Five? Yeah. I've heard all the big problems were um, computer issues. Oh, I thought I read PlayStation 5. Okay, well, that I, is good say, because I'm almost finished the game that I'm playing now. So another game uh, to tide me over till Final Fantasy 16 comes out would be nice. Yeah. And I'll play Survivor because I really like the first one. It was good. The first one was good. I like the, the way that they went with the story mm-hmm. in in this one. And this is what's like this is what's cool. This is all canon now. Mm-hmm. Right? Like this yeah. is part of the story, which I like yeah. that about these universes, whether it's Marvel or DC, Star Wars, whatever the case may be. I like the connectivity. Mm-hmm between things like why why can't you do that so the jedi survivor game i liked it i i you find out very early in the game that it connects mm-hmm. so much more than you think i'll, I'll just leave it at that don't want to ruin any story but it was, to me it was a great game great game fighting was awesome mm-hmm. nothing ever felt really um you know how some of those types of games, the fighting mm-hmm. feels repetitive and the same and mm-hmm. that kind of thing? It does not. I will mm-hmm. say this. The the only, if you're going to think of it as repetitive, it's just because 
foes respawn when you save when you mm-hmm. meditate in the forest they just respawn. yes yeah Which that was like, like the first game um, yeah and it has to right otherwise you mm-hmm. rip through all the, the bad guys and you have nobody to fight so yeah exactly i get that but uh great game uh then let's get into our star wars top five all right no force users mm-hmm. we're going from the beginning until i guess up until ray or the until ray sequel no, trilogy no the original trilogy isn't it or we're not going to go further I thought the rebellion era was like the internal. Oh between... yeah, no! Yes, yes, yes. I just mean in general. We're gonna we started. Oh, we'll go to. We'll go to. Okay, sorry. Eventually. I thought you were talking Once about we where this one was going <laughs> to. It was like, oh, my oh I have so what? many more characters to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is just the rebellion era. So we're talking Order sixty six to the beginning of the um the, like, destruction of the empire. I guess, right? Are we going to like Rogue One? Yeah, or... yeah, 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 yeah. Like up until okay. A New Hope. So okay. Rogue One up until Rogue. New Hope. Yeah, because I do have a, a Rogue One character in here, including. I do one. too. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. So good. I actually, I think I might have. No, I have one. I just have one. But uh, yeah, okay, you start. Go. What's, All right. Well, I have five? some honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Honorable mentions here. Uh, one of them is K2SO because I love the droid <laughs> from Rogue One. Yeah. He was Hilarious. one of my favorite characters in that movie. Alan Tudyk played amazing uh, robot guy, and he was great. And I was always, always enjoying every scene that K2 was in because they were, they were just well done. Well, and what's funny about that too is his portrayal of that character of that droid. Um, kind of was piggybacked when we saw the first game of Fallen Order, like Jedi mm-hmm. Fallen Order, right? Like we mm-hmm. saw so many more of those Imperial assault droids, Imperial mm-hmm. pro, uh, not protocol, but um, security droids. Yeah, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a good that's a good pick. Um, my first honorable mention is Tala from mm-hmm. Obi Wan. Okay. I really liked her character and I thought her Yeah, we're not we're not worried about spoilers or anything, right? At this point. I suppose not, no. I, I liked her sacrifice. It felt real. Mm-hmm. It felt I, I like when she when she sacrifices herself, I sat there and I was like, Oh, I like that character. Like mm-hmm. I was actually no, oh, they shouldn't have killed her off. But mm. that's what I, I thought that was that's important for a character because how many characters have we seen in Star Wars or even maybe not even just in Star Wars, but anywhere where the character dies and you're just like, man, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, well, that's too bad. They were there. They were gone now. Move the story and that's it. Right. Like this one, I was like, nah, that's, that sucks. It was a good character. Mm -hmm. So Tala was, was one of my honorable mentions. Yeah. My other honorable mention is only an honorable mention because I think they might turn out to be a force user. Otherwise, they would have been in my. my oh top my five. goodness! Do we have the same one? Omega. Oh, okay. No, we don't. So I do have Omega. In my I list. put Omega in my honorable mentions because I do think she's going to turn out to be a force user, and I do really like her. I do too. Uh, otherwise, if I had to put her, because 
if she if I was absolutely sure she wasn't going to turn out to be a force user, she'd probably be my one or two. Because she's yeah. just a likable character, you know. She, and and I and I really think that if they make Ray, like, because she's like the Mar- Mary Sue as well, like Ray is, right? Yeah. So like, if they somehow twist younger. it, if they somehow twist it that Ray ends up having a bunch of Omega's blood in her as the clone of Palpatine, then that would completely explain why Ray is a Mary Sue. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think uh, Omega. Is a great character. I think it's going to be the key to the whole, uh, you know, Project Necromancer Palpatine return thing. I think Omega yeah. is the key to all of that. Um, so yeah, I put her put her on there because she's such it's, an important character. Like it's almost propping Omega up as such a huge factor in everything that the Empire does, right? And you look at Boba Fett, who is her twin. Mm-hmm. Like, how is he not? A part of this but he's not been given any jedi force powers that yeah. we that we know of right they well, could i guess he they won't. could he would have found them not. by now yeah you would yeah. think but yeah it's interesting the story that they're telling with omega and especially mm-hmm. after the end of bad batch season two which that last episode that the final scenes i was like oh my goodness okay mm-hmm. okay, okay but um yeah my other honorable mention which is why I said, "Oh my goodness, do we have the same one, Luthen?" Oh yes, from okay. from Andor. Yeah, like I just, awesome. I'm, I'm sensing something in him. Mm-hmm. Like he's got to be more than what he's telling us. He yeah. has lightsabers coming out of his ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like what the hell? <laughs> it's the coolest thing I ever saw. And yeah. we're gonna sit here and say this guy isn't isn't some sort of force user. Mm-hmm. Uh, very deep very detail oriented he's he's like he's such a mysterious character don't know anything about him we don't know his background we don't know why he's so heavily invested in making sure that the rebellion kicks off uh and like the actor who portrays him is so good like in Mm -hmm. everything that he does i love him in everything Mm -hmm. and i can't wait to see where they go with this for season two of andor I just, he's gotta be, he's gotta be a, a something, right? Like a force yeah. user of some side, like whether it's a Jedi, dark Jedi, whatever. It, it's gotta be something, especially with his use of the Kyber crystal. So he was, he was in my honorable mentions. Yeah. I should have put him in there too. He was good. It slipped my mind. I was trying to think hard about somebody that I liked in Andor. I was like, uh, I don't know if I really liked him that much. I completely couldn't think of Luthen when I was thinking of my top five, but yeah. It was I also I almost had another one. It would have been um oh what is his name? Aaron Andy Circus's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I liked his character too. Yeah. And apparently yeah, he he's good. coming back for season two. So oh, interesting. He didn't get pushed off and drowned. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, who's your who's your number five? All right. My number five is Cassian Andor. Okay. Yeah. Gave him number five position. Uh, like, he's okay. Like, I know he's going to grow on me with another season, and he's going to probably bu- move up this list more. But, like, in Rogue One, I didn't I, I didn't, I didn't really less. like him. I didn't really like him. And when they announced it, that he was going to get a show, it was like, of all the characters from Rogue One, you're picking Andor. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the it show was good. The show was good. Really good. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's only going to endear me more to him as as we watch him more 
and his story, more of his I story is told. I agree. Um, I liked Rogue One as a movie. I, mm-hmm. I like the story that they told. I did sit there at the very beginning and go, I'm obviously not going to care about any of these characters because they all die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're all just going to die. There's no other way around it. Um, and when the movie came to an end, I sat there and didn't think about casting Andor again nope. until they announced the season of Andor. And I was like, really? The same thing. Like, Cassian's the guy you're going to go with. And now I look back at it, it makes sense. What story are you telling of Jin? What yeah, story... that she had, like, was alone. Yeah, like, <laughs> what, what story are you telling of any of those characters outside of Cassian? Cassian is the, like, the black ops guy for yeah. the rebellion and mm-hmm. he's not that character yet even within andor he's he's becoming that guy is this mm-hmm. the right guy to do the things that i need to do in order to get this rebellion off on the right foot that's the whole point of luther and after watching that first season of andor I, i've if if that didn't come out andor the like casting wouldn't be anywhere near my list mm-hmm. he just wouldn't mm-hmm. but now he is because yeah. yes, that's a part of it. But he's not my number five. No, do you have him in your list? I do have him on my list. Okay, he's my who's number your... three. All right, who's your number five? Chopper is my number. Okay, five. all right. I was going to put him in my list for sure too, but I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to group all the rebels together because they would they would just take over too much. Yep, I and I agree. Um, I didn't do that. Only because my number one is one of the characters from Rebels. Just because, and we'll get that. We'll get to that. But yeah, Chopper's my number. Uh, is my number five because he's he's R two D two with a screw loose. Yes, <laughs> like he's he's yeah. homicidal. He's psychotic. He's hilarious. He pulls pranks on, like he's got such a personality, and I love mm-hmm. that. And I've said this before about droids in the Star Wars universe; they are they are a species unto themselves because they're all so different. And like you've got noble ones like R two, you've got Brady Cat ones like C three PO, you've got and that rogue uh, the droid in Mando. They're yeah, the, the one that was R five, yeah. yeah. R5 comes mm-hmm. back and is like, we see him in A New Hope and we're like, oh, what a rust bucket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's redeemed in Mando. <laughs> and and then, of course, Chopper, who just comes in and steals the show a lot of the time in Rebels. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. he makes my top five. All right. My number four is Rekka. Rekka! I you like Rekka. I like Rekka a lot, man. He's, uh, yeah, I always yeah. think of it as like Big you know, man child. People I would like to go out and have a beer with. You know, like Obi-Wan never ever would want to go out for a beer with Obi-Wan. It'd be the most boring. <laughs> like he wouldn't tell you anything, right? Because you don't he'd need to know. You don't need to know. Yeah. He would order water. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like Wrecker, yeah, definitely. Definitely would be fun to go out with Wrecker just because then you get him drunk and then he starts doing some crazy shit, like lifting things over his head and like picking <laughs> up cars and stuff. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh Omega comes in at number four for me. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like with 
season three of Bad Batch, whenever that comes out, that she's probably going to jump. Yeah. Way higher. Like that, that, the potential for her character is so huge. Yeah. She'll be the, she's the Ezra of the show, right? So she is. Yeah. And and Ezra, like we, and we're seeing it too. From season one to season two, there's a, what, an eight, a year gap, two year gap, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. We've seen her grown. She's more confident. Her abilities are a lot more stable. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like season three, now that she's in the hands of the empire, it's, you're sitting there going, oh, okay, like, where does this go from here? And the repercussions from everything that we're seeing, because the, um, I guess, the person that is put in charge of her is Omega. Mm-hmm. Like, a grown-up Omega, mm-hmm. which is crazy. So, like, it's, I, there's so much potential with that story, and I don't even want to get into it, because we'll go off on a complete tangent, but, uh, yeah, Omega is my number four. Number three right. for you, Braun. I mean, like, yeah, he's introduced in this period of time, right? If I mean, not like in the time that they were released, maybe, but in this, if we're going like in Star Wars chronological order, yep, Thrawn is introduced here, right? Yes, he's true. not introduced in the Clone Wars. He's not introduced nope. before then. We see the Chiss, but then Thrawn comes out. You son of you know, a... I didn't even... And you didn't even think Thrawn. about him. Didn't even <laughs> yeah, think And you Thrawn. love him. <laughs> Thrawn is one of my favorite... Yeah, I know. ...of all time, because... He could almost be a good guy. Yeah. He can, like... And I've he would be if he was books. on the good guy's side. It's just who he aligned with kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. But, like, but it, it, it fits because of his... His his training and his abilities, right? Like, it makes sense for him to be there as part of the Empire, but also mm-hmm. a part of the Chiss Ascendancy and mm-hmm. and what they're looking to do, right? Like, I love in the books the the questioning of Thrawn, like where your where your loyalties lie. Mm-hmm. Is it with the Emperor? Is it with your Chiss? Like what? And he doesn't. He doesn't give in to that. He, he's he's like, well, we'll see where it all lays out. But mm-hmm. I, I like it. And I like how he deduces Vader's identity because they've had, like, technically, you're correct. In in the books, when you read it, Thrawn meets Anakin Skywalker, mm-hmm. which would mean Clone Wars era. Mm-hmm. But that story is never told until... It's a flashback during the rebellion age, right? So, mm-hmm. like you're you're right, and I like that that there's that uh, I don't know that the cohesiveness that telling the story that comes together. So, Thrawn's a good pick. Uh, my my number three was um, Cassian. Mm-hmm. So we've already gone through there. Who's your number two? Of uh, the Rebel Crew, Hera, Sabine, Zeb, and Chopper. Okay. I just grouped them all together because, yeah, they're all awesome. You can't really, there's four of them that are force sensitive or that are not force sensitive. Yep. And I have a top five. So, like, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll just put them all together. Okay, that's good. That's good. Because yeah. I guess three of my top five are. Mm-hmm. are then I'm probably going to surprise you with my number one because it's going to be a similar thing with Thrawn. Whereas, like, technically, yeah, this character is introduced during this time. Good. 
Mm -hmm. So then I'll get right into my two and one. Hera is my number two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love the character. Love what she becomes in the rebellion, right? She's a general Mm -hmm. by the time Rogue One rips around. Um, And then Sabine Mm -hmm. is my number one. I I absolutely love that character. And I cannot wait to see what they do with her in in Ahsoka. Mm, Yeah, me too. My number one is Han Solo. Because technically, he is introduced in the rebellion era. Yeah. Yeah. And well, Han Solo speaks for himself, right? The best scoundrel in all of the galaxy. And, and you know, lovable heart of gold. The way that he's portrayed in the Solo story. And like, Mm -hmm. this is, this is the thing. And oh, by the way, that's, that's a thing this week. The whole make Solo 2 happen. Mm -hmm. Um, that that movie was was great. It was. I loved it. Like, Woody Harrelson's I, character almost made my list here. I was really considering. I should have given him an honorable mention. I couldn't remember his name. That's actually, that's not a bad. Oh, that would have been a good choice too. I didn't even think of him. Yeah, because, and then I also like, liked um, what's her name from Kira. Yeah, Kira. That's it. Khaleesi. Yeah, and you know what? I also liked. Uh, was it Voss, the guy yeah. with the scar faces and the yeah. lightsaber daggers? Yeah, yeah, I liked like him the, too. The he was awesome. I, I didn't mind Enfy's Nest character. I I liked her character as well. Like they introduced mm-hmm. a whole lot of characters that I didn't stand the test of time. Like they are they're good characters, and we we sit there and I don't know how many times have you and I talked about like where does Kira's character go? Like what mm-hmm. happened to her? They I just I guess apparently finished. they have finished up where they're doing yeah. with Kira. Kira aren't haven't they? Yeah, she she lives. And mm-hmm. she's just kind of like a bum, mm. sort of like the, in the comics, her character, she has to go into hiding, mm-hmm. obviously, right? Because like a mall, um, B, whatever happens to the syndicates after mm-hmm. the empire kind of ravages them, right? Like, and she's mm-hmm. at some point during the fall of the empire, she in the comics, she's just sitting in a bar somewhere. And and watching the news that the empire is is falling, and she, and she's a huge, she was a big part of bringing that to. Mm-hmm. So like, it's interesting to see where they. I'd love to see a movie on Kira, yeah, and, and I would too. How, actually, how they inter, or like how they tell that story within her timeline instead of parts of timelines all over the place, and her kind of showing up here and there and everywhere. So, mm-hmm. like, but yeah, Kira would have been a great choice. I didn't even think of her either, but mm-hmm. Solo for sure. Tom yeah. Solo. Yeah, and and what what's his name? Alden. Alden Kieran or something Kieran like that, Lake or something like that. Yeah, like you know he, what he played he, a better Han Solo that. almost than Harrison Ford did. Like you know, like he played Han Solo, like Han Solo, like that's you know. Yeah, he was just a cocky, like at this time, yeah. he was just a stupid cocky kid with skills and mm-hmm. a little bit he of did a good job his way. I, yeah. I like, and I, you never really think about it too because like. So much of Han Solo is luck. Yeah. Right? And how much of that luck is just the will of the force? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get you get the introduction of him and Chewie. Mm-hmm. You get uh, their friendship and how Yeah, I could have put Chewie in there too, really. I mean, yep. technically Chewie del- belongs on that list too, I suppose. Sorry, Chewie. That'll fill Sorry, up our, fill <laughs> up our, our uh, original timeline. Era. Yeah. Yeah, they do <laughs> but, introduce a lot of characters in this era because they set up the, the original trilogy a lot with rebels and yep and now most various shows here too like the, the set up even more 
Mm-hmm. That's a good top five. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get into our Obi-Wan Kenobi review. Oh my goodness, going back and watching this. So good. Because A, again, I'm super biased on Obi-Wan. He's my favorite character in all yeah. of Star Wars. And I like the story that they're telling. And the more I rewatch it, the more the story makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And so many people at the time when it first came out, questioned this, questioned that, didn't like some of the 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 things, decisions that Obi-Wan made. And I'm like sitting there going like, at that time, I'm like, well, I mean, you can't fault Obi-Wan at all. Like this guy's been through absolute hell. Mm-hmm. And let's go through that. Let's go through a little mini history yeah. of Obi-Wan. Jedi Obi-Wan is a tragic history. Yeah. Horrible. Like he really does. You know, his, his, his story is pretty much the mirror of anakin right the only difference is the choices that he makes right he doesn't because it's pretty like he loses all the similar kinds of things as anakin right everything that he has all the same tests he has all the same tests of his faith like anakin right like dooku tempts obi-wan qui-gon tempts obi-wan you know sidious tempts tempts anakin yeah right um he you know they loses the love of, of his life yeah you know he's got nobody loses right? his master yeah loses, loses his, master. his jedi fate like his his yeah. his order like the, he he oh. yeah what so that Obi-Wan guy's and anakin have very similar like events happen to them in their life but obi-wan just you know he makes the jedi choice right he not the not the emotional choice yeah right he he steps back and looks at it objectively, whereas Anakin doesn't seem to to look at it except, except uh, objectively. He reacts. And, yeah, and, and I like that about Obi Wan's story. And and when we see him, this is ten years after Order sixty six. He's been in hiding on Tatooine, living in a hole, Luke, living in a hole, literal hole, yeah. with a freaking droid as a alarm system i guess yeah (laughs) um so that sets the stage for for this show and i love it as the show opens up with flashbacks from the original trilogy or from the sequel prequel yeah prequel everything that's happening or prequel my i apologize yeah um and then it starts off with a look back at order 66 Mm-hmm. Which was great, right? Young young Jedi are in a lesson with a master. Door mm-hmm. opens. Five O First comes in. They're shooting. She's protecting them. Uh, they run. They get to an overhead hallway, the grand hallway of the Jedi Temple, and the master is doing everything that she can to protect the younglings, but gets gunned down and yeah. ends up killing the clones as she's being gunned down. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was like, oh wow, that's that's an amazing scene. This allows the younglings to continue running. And we don't know this now. Should I mention it or should I just leave it out? Well, yeah, this was part of the big speculation at the time. It's like, okay, well, they showed, you know, Order 66 at the opening of the show. But, like, why did they show that? And they focus on one character. And they focus on the little girl, right? The little girl. And we're like, like, well, and so, like, speculation comes out. Okay, well, maybe it's Reva. Right? Yeah. Maybe it's the third sister, but we don't really know yet. We don't know yet. 
Yeah. Uh, on Tatooine, an inquisitorship lands, and out comes the Grand Inquisitor himself. Mm-hmm. And he looks dumb, like <laughs> you know, like I, I mean, it, it's it's weird because Rebels had a dumb art style when I yes. first watched it, and then I got yes. used to it, yeah. right? And then uh, I will say, so this. like anything that's based on Rebels that comes after I saw it on Rebels first looks weird, but anything I saw first but then saw on Rebels later looks weird. So the first thing, the Grand Inquisitor yeah. looks weird, right? Because he doesn't look long. at all. He, no, his head isn't long. You know, he's he doesn't have the same proportions. He's a normal human, basically, right? Yeah. So yeah, I was just kind of like, well, they really changed it. And then the brother too, he looks very different as well. The one that comes off. I can't remember his number. Uh two. Uh, number two. Second. Yeah. Right. So he looks weird too, but I mean, whatever. I I I get that they gotta do it for, you know, the sh- the show. Here's um, here's my thought process on this. Because while I agree with everything that you just said, at the same time, you've you we've seen the um clone wars art style mm-hmm. we've seen the rebels art style i'll mm-hmm. never understand why rebels decided to go in a different direction with their art style i just don't mm-hmm. get it same same production company same artists everything mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. the same so to switch it up just to switch it up made no yeah. sense to me no it was weird because especially since you went and did the Bad Batch, and that art style is Clone Wars, right? Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, huh? Why are you yep. doing this? So I'll never get that. Which brings me to my to my thought process on all of this when it comes to live action slash animation is you just gotta suspend you just that gotta, belief a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, and so yeah, just, it is what it is. I mean, it doesn't bother me later, but it's like right. that first time when you see him, you're like, what the It's jarring. Yeah, his head's yeah, round. Right? Why is it a little bit longer? But at yeah. the same time, I mean, we're not we're not squeezing heads <laughs> to elongate them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, so the Grand Inquisitor comes out. He's, he's in followed by two of his Inquisitors, the third sister, second brother. Uh, they enter a saloon. And they question the owner about a runaway Jedi. And immediately we're sitting there going, oh, they're after Obi-Wan. Yeah. That is not the case. They are not looking for Obi-Wan. Well, at least two of them aren't. Yeah. Um, the female Inquisitor force throws a knife at the owner, but it's stopped by a Jedi sitting in the bar using the force mm-hmm. to stop it. And it looks I, love, like I actually love str- this scene. I love he, this he's scene. He's like struggling with stopping it, right? Yeah, and I think this scene is great. You know, the Inquisitors come off the ship. Everybody already knows who they are. Yep. You know, um, and then there's just their speech about the Jedi. You know, it's it's well done. You know, it's, it's um, that propaganda from the Empire. Yeah, as they as they try and wor- uh, like worm them out, right? Get them to reveal himself, and and you know, Riva, you can see she's. She's got some kind of impulse issues and she's brash, <laughs> right? And she's like, ah, screw this. Let's just start killing them. The Jedi's going to reveal himself to stop the killing kind of thing, yeah. right? And she's uh, right. And so she just, yeah, force throws a knife at uh, the yeah. bar owner that's been sheltering the Jedi and or the reports are that he's been sheltering the Jedi. And sure enough, Jedi reveals himself by stopping the knife. Reva, they- pro- like, 
catches him basically with her oh. sword, tries to kill him immediately. Yes, and, and then the Grand Inquisitor like a little bit. stops her sword before she yeah. can like basically cleave him in two, and then he gets away from her while well, those two are squabbling. A little silly, yeah. him running away. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, it makes sense, and they they know mm-hmm. they they're gonna get him. They they're not too worried about that. But it was just interesting that uh, that whole how that all planned out, and it shows that Riva is going to be a problem because. Mm-hmm. Now it's not just sec- uh, third sister; it's Reba. Yeah, right? like we hear her name. Yeah, which we don't really hear. I, I, I don't. The only other Inquisitor name that I know of is, uh, is it the ninth sister? And that would be in the Fallen Order yeah. slash, yeah, um, Survivor stories. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Oh, and I guess, I guess, um. Yes, we could have put BD in my honorable mentions for. Yeah. Yeah. Cal Castus, we could have used too. No, he's a force user. Can't use oh, him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're correct. Okay. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, the Jedi ends up escaping. Grand Inquisitor, he reprimands the, the third sister, tells her she's her ambition is too great and she mm-hmm. struggles with her control and blah, blah, blah. Um, next scene we see is basically an overlook of the dune sea to mm-hmm. a, a sand fish like mm-hmm. creature. I didn't, like I didn't a, know a ray like yeah, a ray of some, some kind sort of ray. a sand ray like huge like 10 stories tall kind of thing uh, there is a crew working at chopping up the meat and just a defeated obi-wan yeah is a part of this crew stealing stealing meat yeah, uh, a crewmate questions the foreman about pay. He snaps back. Obi Wan looks like he's about to say something, but doesn't. And I like this scene because it shows. At the time, maybe we don't notice it, mm-hmm. but definitely in a rewatch, I'm sitting there going, "Obi Wan can't say anything." Yeah, he can't put himself out there. Yeah, right. Like he's he's so hidden mm-hmm. from the Empire that he has to. He's he's learned, almost shall we say, to let things just slide. Mm-hmm. He cannot he cannot interfere. Yes, because it could put him out there for everybody to see. Yeah, truly. Yeah, it's to crazy. Be a beaten down soul. Yeah, and it's too bad that it's like that for Obi Wan. Um, and I get it. I get that why he's like that. Um, and yeah, it is interesting because you know the Obi Wan that we knew would have been like. Uh, you know, you shouldn't be doing that kind of thing, and then you yeah. teach the person a lesson by beating them up, pretty yep. much, right? When yep. they when they're like, "Who the hell are you?" and then they would take a swing at Obi Wan, and then he would just humble them, you know. And you know, he can't do that anymore. He can't draw any kind of attention to himself whatsoever, which is probably part of the reason why we see. Uh, not too soon in the future why he's such a down and defeated and he's kind of like Luke in The Last Jedi pretty much right? Very much so yeah. Like he's kind of given up. He doesn't really have a lot of hope left. Doesn't care about the Jedi. Like I honestly genuinely think he doesn't care about the Jedi uh, to a certain extent anymore. Like he's just he's lost. I don't know if that's it. I think I see what you're saying but I look at it more of a this is a guy, and I don't think the the grand 
overtures of the Jedi, right? Like you, you, you look back at what the Republic was and the Jedi were. Like if you have your systems in in order, right? You've got the the mm-hmm. the Senate. You've got the Jedi below that. You've got like military, blah blah, right? Like the Jedi mm-hmm. were at the top of the totem pole almost. And now they're nothing. They don't exist. They've been hunted to extinction. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, who is who is easily, if anybody knows he's alive, is one of the most wanted people in the galaxy. The most wanted criminal in the galaxy. Yeah. And Treasonous he, bastard. Like to think that he <laughs> went from this to that. I don't think he looks at it as like, I used to be rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like I think he looks at it and like we were protectors of the galaxy and yeah. now nobody wants anything to do with this and all because of lies and all because of the sit like that would that like you mentioned humbling oh, that yeah. would be humbling oh like, yeah oh my goodness and that's what to me that's what he is he's just such a beaten down he's taken it on the chin way too many times mm-hmm. and he hasn't he hasn't really seen a reason for hope Yes. Like he has, he has a it. reason for hope there, mm-hmm. but it's just in, it's just kind of in words. Yeah. And like he can't, he can't do anything about it. Right. Like yeah. we see, we see well, him with Owen. goes into, yeah. Right. And yeah. So and like, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, at Kenobi's compound, he's sitting there looking across the dune sea. A, a Jawa arrives selling all sorts of wares. Uh, Kenobi buys a T-16 Skyhopper toy, which I thought was pretty cool mm-hmm. because that's now we know. With. Yeah, that's what Luke's playing with in the, in yeah. the original movies. And mm-hmm. he got it from Obi-Wan. Um, I love this scene because the Jawa is also looking to sell a piece of evaporator mm-hmm. <laughs> that it stole from Obi-Wan. And I yeah. love it. Obi-Wan... Like, this is how defeated he is, man. He yeah. just goes like, if you're going to steal this stuff from me, at least clean it up. <laughs> yeah. And I love the Jawa's response, like, cleaning's <laughs> extra. <laughs> yeah, cleaning's extra. Um, That's pretty good. And then the Jawa presents Kenobi with a Jedi belt, uh, comments on a crashed Jedi ship. And at first, I was like, oh, is that Obi-Wan's ship? Mm-hmm. Right? But no, it's not. Obi-Wan says that, uh, oh, that's interesting. The Jedi are extinct. Mm-hmm. And then flash to Ben. He's asleep having nightmares about the past. And he yeah. wakes up with Anakin screaming, I hate you. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day, Obi-Wan travels to the Lars homestead, watches as Luke pretends to play. Mm-hmm. That night he goes and he leaves the Sky uh, Skyhopper toy in a bag at the entrance of Owen and Baru Lars. Mm-hmm. Which I, I love that they brought back Amperu, uh, yeah, Amperu and Owen from the sequel tr- or the prequel trilogy, like those mm-hmm. are the same actor and actress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even though it's like twenty years later, yeah, they still managed to pull it off. Well, and it works because he he's you still have another ten ish years on Tatooine. Yeah, and I, I like it's it's I like I like the goofiness of two sons makes you look much older. Just wears it down that much quicker. <laughs> yeah. So, so the any any age discrepancy that there might be is immediately thrown out the window, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. Um, as he's as Obi Wan is traveling back to his compound on his Eopi, his, mm-hmm. his animal, his weird 
I don't even know what you would call it. Like, horse, it almost looks like a llama horse or llama something. camel. Yeah, something. Um, a Jedi comes out of the darkness. Yeah. And like at first, you're kind of like, oh, is Obi One being surrounded by Tuscan Raiders or something like this? Because it's. Oh, I, like, I thought the Inquisitors maybe were tracking. Or the Inquisitors, him. right? Yeah. No, it's it's this uh, Jedi uh, named Nari. Mm-hmm. He he sees Obi Wan and he recognizes Master Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Uh, pleads with him for his help. O- Obi Wan keeps telling him like, oh, "You you're mistaken. Uh, my name is Ben." He's yeah, like, Obi Wan. Like what? Like it's it's uh, you you're Obi Wan. I know who you are. And he's like, "You you need to stop. You need to go and take your lightsaber. Go bury it in the sand somewhere. And mm-hmm. Lead a normal life." Yeah, Basically, it's crazy. Trying to save his life. Yeah, but like. It's so, so on Obi Wan, right? This yeah. is why I think he's a bit. This is why I say like he's abandoned the Jedi Order because it's maybe, not like maybe. he encourages this guy to go and help. build a rebellion. Yeah, right. He's not encouraging he's that. He's opposite. like, you know what? I can't help you here. Like, I, you know, whatever. Like he, he could have done an Obi Wan thing and given a piece of advice and misdirected and, you know, from a certain point of view, gotten this guy out of there to go on some other task, right? Mm-hmm. without revealing his own task there but so like it, it's weird how he, he just abandons this guy he's just and so beaten he could have helped him right yeah. and and we see that has consequences for him later yeah right Obi-Wan uh, so obi-wan basically gets the guy killed in a way because he doesn't help him he doesn't get him killed but he doesn't help him well, stay alive because yeah, I feel like, like Obi Wan definitely could have helped him. I and see, I get what you're saying there, but at the same time, he tells him, "Bear your saber. Don't don't show your powers. Stay hidden." Right? Like we saw that in all the lead ups to the show. Like, stay hidden. They're mm-hmm. coming for us. You need to. The Jedi Order is dead. Like. Mm-hmm. the time of the Jedi is, is over. Like you need to lead a normal life. Yeah. And instead of listening, and obviously to, to us. But who would though, right? Right. Like that's not You're the a Jedi. You're, it's not you're not gonna quit. That's not exactly your that's not the normal code. Obi-Wan thing to say. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's probably the smartest thing to do. Right? If you want to live. Yeah, but I feel and like I, it's. Uh, but I, I don't disagree for me. With you. For me, I'd say it's it's like it's not. It's the smartest thing to do for self preservation. Yes. But Obi Wan's not in it for the individual, right? He's in nope. it for the galaxy. Yeah. So it's not the smartest thing to do for the galaxy, which is why I kind of was like disappointed a bit in Obi Wan's response to Nara here when he approaches him, because Obi Wan like, is protecting like Luke for the grand scheme of the galaxy, right? Yes. He's he's like, well, Luke's got to defeat Vader and the Emperor. He's the only one who can, right? So, like, he's doing it all for the galaxy. So why is he Get not this telling guy. this guy to go and do it in his way, you know? Go yeah. find the children, the Trail of Tears or whatever it's called, you know, to yeah. help get the four sensitive children away from the Emperor's Inquisition program, you know? I like that. So yeah, that I was like that, that was I like what that it was you disappointing. disappointed in him. Yeah. Because yes, we should be. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. We know him better than that. And he's just not 
the master that he was. He's not the legendary Jedi master that he was before. No, right now. Not at all. Um, on Alderaan, we get a we get a different planet. Alderaan, we see a young female being dressed for a stately visit. Queen Brea Organa comes in to talk with her daughter Leia, but finds an alien friend to Leia who says that she thought the queen would find that amusing. Mm-hmm. And clearly, she does not. <laughs> in the forest <laughs> uh, around the palace, Leia's running around having fun. She's got her droid Lola with her. Uh, they climb up a big tree to watch starships fly off. And then she mentions them. She says a, she sees a tri-wing S-91X Pegasus fighter. <laughs> yeah. This coming from the mouth of however old <laughs> Leia is here. Yeah. Um, and let me just say, this girl they picked to play Leia was perfect. 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 She did a great job. She nailed it. Yeah. She really captured And we have Leia. to say this. In this scene, she says she thinks they're searching for pirates. Mm-hmm. That's important. It is. Uh, Brea finds Leia in the tree, demands that she gets down. As they walk back to the pla- uh, the palace, Brea explains her duties and her responsibilities. Leia asks for forgiveness, looks contrite. Um, the camera work that we're seeing suggests that they're being watched. Mm-hmm. On Tatooine, Obi-Wan again brings his, his uh, Eopi more meat from the sandfish. Mm-hmm. Owen throws the backpack with the skyhopper on the ground and tells Obi-Wan to leave Luke and the family alone. They don't want anything from him. And this is a, an important discussion because we hear Owen just slash Obi-Wan, right? Because Obi-Wan says yeah. it's his responsibility to look after Luke and it's his responsibility to teach Luke when the time's right. Mm-hmm. And Owen says, like, like his father. Like you taught your father. Like you taught his father. Right? And I don't think as, there's Owen, ice. Does Owen know Anakin becomes Vader? Or does he just no, know that Anakin I think dies? So. I think he thinks Anakin, because Obi-Wan doesn't know that Anakin is Vader at this point either. Well, he knew that he became Vader, though, right? But he doesn't know that Vader's still alive. I don't think so. I think well, he, he thinks could... Anakin's dead. Yes, but he like he becomes Vader when he turns to the dark side, right? And then Obi-Wan has to go and face him on Must or Mustafar. Oh, okay. As far right? So he yeah, knows that he's Vader, he... but then he I... thinks that he dies on Mustafar. No, but I don't know if he knows he's Vader. I thought he did. No, because we hear, like, in the story we see, at least this is how I interpret it. In the story, we see Palpatine anoint Anakin as Lord Vader. Yes. Nobody else knows about that at this point, right? Like, maybe thought, the clone troopers. Wasn't there a hollow? Don't Obi-Wan and Yoda see a hollow thing? Yeah, but does it say anything about Anakin's Vader? kneeling before the Emperor. Yes, I, I, I always know. thought it was the scene where he's like, where he's kneeling before him in the Senate office when Anakin chops yeah. off Windu's hand. I always thought it was right. the same. That and he be. says, "Rise, Lord." I don't Vader. know. I don't remember hearing that. That you could be right. In but you're right. I don't. They might not say it in that hollow though. Right. right. You don't and hear see, the words, me, but you see the actions. It parallels that. Yeah, yeah. To you me, I, mean? I would say. I, I guess you could you could argue on both sides of this. I would say he doesn't know that Anakin is Vader, but he knows he's turned to the dark side, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Obi Wan leaves him for dead, thinking that he killed him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't know that he survived. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I guess how it all cruxes on if Obi Wan ever heard 
Anakin referred to as Vader before yeah. the fight on Mustafar. Right. And and nobody yeah. that would be kept as quiet as possible from Palpatine. Yeah. Um Yeah. Anyway, he comments on Anakin being dead and that Luke should be with his family on Tatooine. As Owen is walking away, the fifth fifth brother, not second brother, sorry, my bad. The fifth mm-hmm. brother and the third sister arrive to interrogate everybody in the crowd. Reva mm-hmm. cuts a woman's hand off. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. Uh, just unhinged. Confronts she's, Owen. She, you know what? She's good, though. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like her. That means she's doing a good job of playing the bad guy, right? And so many people complained about her. They didn't I, like her. I don't but get she... it. I don't get it. I hated her character, which yeah. is the whole freaking point. Nobody should like her character. Nobody should. No, she's like Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Yes. Right. You're supposed to not like her. She does a great job of it. You look at characters in Game of Thrones is the perfect example to use here. Um, You look at characters, Jamie Lannister, Mm -hmm. you hate him at the beginning. You like him in the middle. You hate his decision at the end. Yeah. Right. Like. Reva is the same thing as a Jamie Lannister. I hate yeah. her character right now. I, I I wouldn't say I ever liked her character, but no. I like what they do with this character. Like yeah, she she's be good. Hated. She like, and she gets things done, which yeah, is like, like right? oh like, she's she's too effective. All this kind of stuff. I'm like, there is we don't know all of the story at this point. Mm-hmm. So for her to do these things. Mm-hmm. It is totally in line with what yes. this character should be doing. Yeah, so definitely. I like that about it. Yeah, she, um, I thought she was good. I did too. And, oh, and in this scene too, someone. like the yeah, it's an, it's tense. Like this scene and is it's tense. A great scene. And so yeah, for me, like because we know nobody knows Obi Wan is on Tatooine, right? Nobody. Nobody. Um, and so, Owen, like, in the back of my mind, like, even though I knew everything was tense in this scene, I know Obi-Wan's not going to get caught. I know he's never going to get caught for the entirety of the show, right? Yeah. Because it throws into jeopardy everything too much. And then the the original trilogy can't happen, right? So even though the scene is super tense, I just know nothing's going to happen, right? Um. So, like, for part of me, I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Are they going to find them? Like, oh, yeah, no, wait, they're not. Of course not. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was so well done. And even done. still, like, even with Owen, too, you're sitting there. Yeah. Like, is something like, going to happen to Owen? I'm like, no, yeah, no, like, well, no nothing's going to he, happen to Owen. He's got all his arms. He's got all his hands. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, so. <laughs> he's not missing anything. Yeah. But it's, they do a great job in talking about like and i like the fact that she sits there and she's again like that propaganda from the empire right yeah talking about how the jedi aren't gonna help anybody yeah how they just go on about yeah how they just go on about how their selflessness and all this stuff gets them caught they're not gonna help you it's like wait a minute actually (laughs) i think they might at the risk of their own lives lady yeah you know and and then owen she asks owen about any Jedi fugitive on the loose. And again, this is something, this is interesting because at this point we assume she's talking Kenobi, but it's not, it's not. No, no. Yeah. I, and that also occurs to me too, that, you know what, they're actually not looking for Obi-Wan here. They're still looking for Nari. Yeah. So like, I was like, oh yeah. Okay. So they're not, they're, they're just getting lucky here that somebody knows of another Jedi. Yeah. 
Right. And then the fifth brother drops the bounty puck down. It's Nari that they're referring to. He then tells Reba to stand down. She has Owen by Sabre to the neck, mm-hmm. but she shuts it off and says, next time, Owen. Which mm-hmm. I was like, that's kind of silly. But okay, whatever. I guess she's just well, that you know vindictive what? She, of a person. You know what? I don't think she is. I think she has like insight. An inkling into he knows right? something. She's got like that's one of her force gifts, right? Ezra's is like to talk to animals. Yeah. You know, Vader's is um well among many, one of them is his foresight, right? Like yeah. he has these dreams where he sees literally what's going to happen. Well, he loses you know? that when he becomes favored. Yeah. So he has like like but I think yeah, this I is her saying. gift, right? She can just look into people and tell their feelings and their thoughts. Like she knows that Owen knows of a Jedi. Right, you know, uh, uh, like she knows, so that's why I think she's actually like, until next time, Owen, right? Yeah. Because she Kenobi. knows, like, he's smart, she's smart, and he knows that, or she knows that he it's might talk something. to the Jedi, right, and flush yeah. him out, right? Because that's all they do, right? They have patience, they're there to flush them out, they're not there to go hunting them, kind of, they're there to yeah. stir up trouble yeah. that the Jedi need to come and solve, they need to trap them, right? They trap yeah. them. And so this is part of a trapping plan, I think, on her part. She's like, see you later. <laughs> uh, Obi-Wan is hiding in his stall, I guess, the whole time. In mm-hmm. the alleyway, the fifth brother rips into Reva, says that the Grand Inquisitor is right. She's obsessed with finding Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. He then warns her of her ambition. Um, and she says, maybe you don't have enough. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, okay. As and you know what? I love this part. I love yep. the scene with her because I think it really just goes to show that, you know, she is, she wants more, right? Like, and, and she, she wants doesn't... more. And as we later find out for selfish reasons, but not yeah. the reasons that we think. No. Yeah. Like she, which is interesting. Yeah. It is interesting because, you know, she wants. Yeah. She wants nothing but revenge. She wants revenge, and she wants to hold the people yeah. that are responsible for what happened to her accountable. Accountable, and, yeah. and we don't know anything about that as of yet. Mm-hmm. Um, as the Inquisitorship leaves, Ben thanks Owen. He snorts and says, "I didn't do it for you." Yeah, obviously thinking of Luke mm-hmm. on Alderaan. Uh, Bale meets up with his wife and Leia, and he asks about her day. She says she saw a trader ship and a ranger ship, and he comments that it was probably a pirate ship. Yeah. And, and Leia says, that's what she thought. And then Brea kind of looks at him and is like, don't encourage him. Yeah. Her. And, <laughs> yeah. and I love it, because Bale just looks at Leia and goes like, that's mm-hmm. just a loving look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was great. Yeah. Uh, then they, they welcome to the planet. And, and a lot of people complained about this scene. They welcome to the planet Organa's family from another planet. Yeah. A bit of an imperial sympathizers. Yeah. Uh, maybe in sim- sympathizers, maybe is the wrong word, but imperial opportunistics. Yes. Right. Like they talk about how like this is not something that really impacts them that much, but it certainly brings them more riches. Mm-hmm. And then yes. we meet Leia's cousin, bit of a shithead. Capitalists. They're yeah. capitalists. Yes, really. capitalists. Um, yeah. At, at a formal function, Bale and his relatives debate over the empire, how it lines people's pockets. 
we get a fun little shot of 3PO mm-hmm. translating in the background. Um, at another table, Leia's cousin is being a smart ass and Leia puts him right in his place saying that he's afraid of his father. And then the kid plays it perfect because he's just embarrassed by yeah. the truth from, from princess. And I yeah. love this scene because this scene, the whole point of the entire Organa welcoming family and this gala thing is Leia. Yes. And how Leia is this little girl, stands up to her bully shithead cousin, puts him right in his place. And then we see the look from Bale, who's overlooking this. Mm-hmm. And just the pride you see in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I yeah. love that about this scene. Oh uh, yeah, this scene is great, right? And it's we're starting to see that Leia is a force to has, be reckoned with, like because of the force, right? Yeah, yes, that we're she starting doesn't even to realize. see she's got the same kind of dealio going as Reva, insight. where she's yep. got that insight, right? The ability to see into people and see their thoughts and feelings, you know, without having, I don't know, to use the Jedi mind trick on them or the right. force read mind reading trick or whatever the heck you want to call it, right? <laughs> Um, she can kind of just look at people and know in a sense. Yeah. And so Leia is the same way, right? And we can see that this is the tool that she uses to become like a successful senator at a young age, right? Because she's, you know, she might not have started as young as Amidala, but she's close, right? And like we see later on in Rebels that she is young and she is yeah. a senator or yeah. at the very least a junior senator, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, we can see like how she's using her fourth force skills to kind of get the things that you know she has yeah. in it's it's the that, original the trilogy. skills that boost up the rest of her abilities. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, after the party, Abrea tells Leia that she has to apologize, to which of course Leia is very much mm-hmm. against. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bale comes in with the dad hot tag talks to her about wanting to live away from the capital and that he wanted to chase Purgle. So mm-hmm. we get, we get a Purgle mentioned there. Uh, he says that all of this will be hers one day that she'll be going to university one day, junior Senate. And she says, it's not what she wants. She doesn't want to be yeah. a Senator. And he says, that's why she'll be one of the best senators one day. Plus yeah. imagine the look on your cousin's face when you get to boss him around and yeah. she smiles and he loves it. And then he goes, but right now, and I like the way that Jimmy Smith's delivered this right now. Mm-hmm. We go downstairs and we apologize. Yeah. And she says, okay, father. Cut to yeah. the next scene. Leah well, does what every other kid does, runs off. <laughs> there was something here that I thought was interesting too. Is like when, before she cuts off, like cuts her cousin to shreds, like yeah. cuts him to ribbons with her words. The cousin says, oh, they don't You're think even... anything of you. You're not a yeah. real Organa. That's why they never let you off planet. Yeah. So we can see that um, they're 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 hiding her, her yeah. right? Like she she is not getting the normal treatment, which is why this probably her desire to go run away and hide yes. because she doesn't have this kind of freedom because she's being kept a secret from the galaxy in a sense. Essentially, right? yeah. So Which that is, is why like, she's it's weird that they're doing it that way because and uh, while I understand why obviously yeah like, she's going to be in uh, in junior senate which means she'd have to go off planet so yeah but I guess I don't know I she's don't know. maybe as she gets she's older, older better than equipped yeah better she'll be better equipped, equipped to hide 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Right? But she knows that she's adopted. Yeah. Right? Which is Well, she doesn't look well. like them. She's no. like a white girl with a Spanish-looking <laughs> family, right? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, Leah, Leah does what every other kid would do. She runs off to her favorite place, the forest. And then we see the, the villain of the episode. Lee from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it when I first saw him. I'm like, is well, that? I was like, yes, Flea? it's Flea. <laughs> and that he chases Flea? her down. Um, back on Tatooine, Obi Wan is meditating. Uh, but like, isn't him. this chase scene just the dumbest? Terrible. It was. It's I awful. Mean, it's. Awful. I, I'll say this. You have to take it for what it's worth because yeah. A, Leia is just a tiny little kid. Mm-hmm. She knows the forest better than everybody else. But yeah. the chase scene, they they I think they did it bad because they had the 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 protagonists too close to her. Mm-hmm. Like there were about five times where they could have easily just reached out, picked her yeah. up, and that was it. Oh, easy. And and, and that's what yeah. made it bad. If they had kept them back just a little bit, it would have been better. Because then yeah. they wouldn't have been as close. Her sliding under some branches wouldn't have been like a, oh, okay. Where it looks like she's using the force to do a it. A little bit. Right? A little bit. You know? So, like, it's kind of weird. Because Leia never displays any force sensitivity. That we ever see whatsoever in the original trilogy. In the original trilogy. It's only yep. after the original trilogy that Luke starts to train her. Yeah. Right? So it's kind of weird to see them giving her this like force quickness or force reflexes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But But at the same time, this is something that would put those abilities into action as it were. Yes, for sure. This is how that, that kind of thing would be triggered. That is definitely true. Yeah. Um, On Tatooine, a Clone Wars era distress signal is Mm -hmm. sounding as Obi-Wan's meditating goes through his old chest. I think you'll you see his old Jedi robes laying there mm-hmm. and the signal is flashing. Bail and uh Brea are exp- like just imploring Obi-Wan to come and help look for Leia. Mm-hmm. Um they're Obi-Wan is just so incredibly reluctant to leave because he's there protecting Luke, but it's more than that. He's afraid. Right? Like he's he knows he's not the Jedi that he was before. Mm-hmm. Um, and he Bale just wants to abandon Leia. He's like, "Well, I'm sorry, I, you know, I can't do this. You got to yeah. find something." He literally says, "You got to find somebody else." I'm not the person that was ten years ago. I'm not the yeah. person. Um, yeah. Bale tells him that Leia is just as important than Obi Wan is the only is one of the only people who know how important the twins are, which mm-hmm. is like the first mention of the twins. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Um, Leia's tied up on Flea's ship. I'm never gonna call him whatever his Vect. Star Wars name is. It's it's Flea. It it's is Flea. Flea. They should have just, just called him Flea. Flea! Yeah, it would have worked. <laughs> it would have. <laughs> um, Kenobi is at his meat plant, travels back to Anchorhead where he sees the dead and hung up body of Nari, uh, mm-hmm. the young Jedi who was looking for Kenobi earlier. You can see he's distressed that Nari didn't heed his words and disappear. Mm-hmm. When uh, Obi-Wan gets back to his compound, his R droid in the sand tells him that there's a presence in the cave. He walks mm-hmm. in there, and I don't know about you, but at first I was like, "Is this Qui-Gon? Jedi? Like yeah. something?" I like I was like, "It can't be Qui Gon because Qui Gon can't materialize. Like he materialize. can speak, like, this but is a not... person in there, yeah. right?" But I was like, 
is this maybe is this like I, yeah i don't know i don't know who it would be is this another jedi it's not it's bail organa I like mm-hmm. that he's wearing like a, a Jedi robe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Bale? Yeah, we're trying not Obi-Wan, to be caught yeah. here. Let's dress like Jedi. <laughs> yeah, Obi Wan. Obi Wan's like, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Organa says that the kidnappers are on their way to die. Dayu, 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 or something like that. Uh, yeah. That they hid their signatures behind a freight transport. Obi Wan again is like, I'm not the man for this job. You, you mm-hmm. need to find somebody. He's again very adamant about. He doesn't want to abandon Luke. And then Bale just throws it at him. Oh, yeah. Gives him a stern talking to like he's a little kid. (laughs) Stern talking to. Just as like, stop it. Like, stop living in the past. We've all made mistakes. You got to deal with it. You got to move on. Anakin's dead. It's not your fault. Like, we have to to do what we can. I know you couldn't save Anakin, but you can save Leia. Yeah. When he says that, it's almost like Obi-Wan... That kicks out of a. He does. Um, he gets kicked out of his funk. He, a little right? his, bit. His stupor, whatever you want to call it. Just kind of like, oh yeah, I never thought of it that way. Point. I can help something. Yeah. And then he just he's like, Bale says, "There's no one that he would trust more than Obi Wan mm-hmm. to save her life." Mm-hmm. Uh, back on, please ship. <laughs> Leia activates Lola, gets her to cut her loose. Lee comes in, throws Lola down, breaking her poor little yeah, Lola. Poor Lola. And then and then Leia says that her father is an imperial senator and that the army is coming for him. And he says, No one is coming for him. Yeah. And then boop, end of episode. Well, there is still a little more. What was after? Because that? yeah, because uh it? yeah, so Leia's like showing defiance in front of oh! Lee, right? And then Obi-Wan. Right, so we and he walks the... out into the desert, and just in the middle of some random sand dune, starts digging, finds the box with his and Anakin's right. lightsabers. I didn't even think about putting that in there. And then um, both lightsabers, Anakin both and Obi Wan's. Yeah, Anakin and Obi Wan's. And then we cut back to the kidnappers, and we learn that it's Reva or Reva, Reva. who has hired them to kidnap yep. Leia. That's right. And then at the end, and we then, see... like Flea asks, "Is like, is this going to work?" And she's like. Of course it is. Yeah. Like there's a link between Bale and, and Obi-Wan. Yeah, in the arc. Which is which is like, like oh. And then yeah. yeah, Obi-Wan won't be able to help himself. Yeah. And then okay. And then it cuts back to Obi-Wan entering the I guess spaceport, yeah. if you will. And then and, the lady's like, Are you coming? <laughs> and I like it like Obi-Wan, Mr. Inconspicuous. Yeah. Looks like a Jedi. He's got a lightsaber yeah. hanging Dressed off his like belt. Dressed like a Jedi. He lightsaber <laughs> hanging off. Yeah. Just kind of like, and he, like, he doesn't even really try to hide it. Because he yeah. like, pulls his, like, his cape or whatever back yeah. behind him. And it flips and you see the lightsaber. And then the, yeah. the heroic I know that's just for like, show. But... I know. Yeah. And then walks off and then mm-hmm. Jira boards the shuttle and on his way to Dayu. Yeah, this was directed by Deborah Chow, I think, wasn't it? Because yeah. they're all directed by her. I aren't think they? so. Everything is Deborah Chow on this. Yeah. Yeah. So I, there I, are some I, things that were great about the episode, some things that I would have changed a little bit, but otherwise I thought it was a pretty good start to the show now. I think I, so too. And I think it yeah. sets up like the biggest thing here is you have to establish an Obi-Wan as a broken human being. Yeah. At this point. He's he's well, yeah, I, and the state I, of I don't want to use the word yeah, I don't want to use the word afraid because I don't think Obi-Wan is afraid 
I think he's unsure. Confidence is at an all-time low. Yeah. Right? Like, he's unsure of his abilities at this point because he hasn't been using them. Yeah. He's I would have said defeated. He's defeated. defeated. Yeah, he's he's broken from everything yeah. that he's had to deal with. And now he's got to go out and search for this girl. He hasn't been off planet in 10 years. Yeah. Doesn't know right? anything. Like, hasn't used the force. He's, cut him so off. He's right. I wonder, has he? I I get the impression that he did. I wonder if cut off or he's hiding. I think he cut it off because in this next coming episode, we see him use the force once and he has a yes. hard time finally getting yes, it. Right. I agree. He struggles I, to access it. I agree. Um, he's not Anakin in the sense of Anakin will use a force for any little minor thing. Right, like we see it in Attack of the Clones when he's cut. Oh yeah, feeding Padme. Oh, I would do yeah. that for my girlfriend too if I. Had <laughs> yeah, right. but Obi Wan would, right? Like, no, Obi Wan would not. Obi Wan's not <laughs> frugal with the with the force. Yeah. or the girl so, I liked. It. it wasn't his girlfriend at that. Point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's not one to sit there and, and use it just willy nilly, kind of like mm-hmm. which which maybe will dull his senses in the force in that mm-hmm. kind of sense. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, because he keeps he's like he's trying to connect with with Master Qui Gon. Yes, which means he would have to be using the Force. Yeah, I don't know. He's in a different. Can you just capacity. call out to the galaxy and receive an answer, or do you need to be using the Force to that. call out to receive an answer? Like, can they appear to a non-Force user? Just you know, show up to Thrawn and be like, stop. And then he See, just stops, uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder, right? Because at the end of Return of the Jedi, you've got Anakin, Yoda, and Obi-Wan. And the only people that can see him, I think, is Luke, maybe Leia. Yeah. Right? Like, everybody else is standing there looking like, what the fuck are we looking for in the forest? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you guys looking at? Are you guys okay? And they're waving at them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Obi-Wan. Whoa, these guys are kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I liked it. I thought it was a great start to the episode. You, you you've you've thrown out who your your antagonists are going to be. You, mm-hmm. you know, Obi Wan is your hero at the end, but at this time there is so much doubt within him, and it's a dangerous time mm-hmm. to be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, part two. I like that they just call him part part one, part two. <laughs> Part two, we see Obi-Wan heading to Dayu to find uh, our young Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. Um, Obi-Wan doesn't know where to go. He, he ends up coming off of the spaceport. There's there's all... It's like... A, you had mentioned this before, but not this episode, obviously. But it was it's kind of like that steampunky... Yeah, cyberpunk know, like, look. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Future kind dystopian social city. It's just a, a grunge a mess. Yeah. It's gross. Um, there's all sorts of filth, flarn, filth in the in the crowds. Obi Wan asks a man in the streets of Dayu, whoever that guy is, like, you can't use signals here. It's all blocked, mm-hmm. making it imp- impossible to kind of find Flea's whereabouts. Mm-hmm. Um, we see. A homeless clone trooper. Yeah. Well, here's from the like, 501st. Before... Yeah. So this is Anakin's clone. Yeah. But what he does right before we see the clone trooper is Obi-Wan says, 
Master Qui-Gon, like he yeah. prays to Qui-Gon for some guidance. And yeah. then as soon as he does, he hears, there's some change. And he turns around and it's the 501st clone trooper. Which Homeless collecting is. money in his empty bucket. And I helmet. like that Obi-Wan is like, oh, shit. Yeah, right? like, well, that's like, a sign. That's a sign, right? Like That, but he's also like, oh, yeah, I never really put that together. So that's a good that's a good look out there. But it is the sign because it's like, oh, this is Anakin's clone, right? Yeah. I'm here for Anakin's daughter. Like, I'm in the right spot. Yeah. Like, that would have been a sign to me. I, if I had seen that and I had this, like, prayed to the universe for something, and then all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, that's pretty weirdly specific to what's going on right now. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's a sign. I'll take that as a sign. <laughs> So he sees the clone. Obi Wan's like, I hope this guy doesn't recognize me. <laughs> yeah, really. Gonna eh? recognize me is that's this guy. true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That clone should have recognized him. Throw, dump some money into his bucket. And we have to understand too. At this point, is this clone? Has he kind of detached himself from the chip, or what's the situation with them? But we see where the clones are at this point. Just yeah, uh, mass. Well, that's like, the just, yeah, just yeah. The that's mass. the only clone we've seen at this point. Right, yeah. we don't know uh, what happens to them. I'm sure that's a bad batch thing. Yes, uh, this guy is we'll probably just one of those rare ones that might have escaped whatever I think is in store for the clones. I think yeah. it's going to be something bad. I don't think they're going to just be able to retire. Well, and it's interesting too, though, because we know that there's stormtroopers on this planet. Yeah. Right. So, uh, we, like, at what point do the stormtroopers? And this could be just one of those one-offs where we we just see it because it's a thing. We, mm-hmm. it's nice little touchback clone troopers. We love seeing uh, Tamora Morrison do his thing, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Obi-Wan's walking through town. Uh, this little girl approaches him, offers him a variety of spice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this is an awesome scene and not for any reason outside of how about some fan service for Ewan McGregor? Yeah. Kenobi claims that he's looking for his kidnapped daughter on the planet, and he says this to his actual daughter. That yeah, I thought that was hilarious that that so was his good. daughter. Yeah. Um, the the drug is... dealer daughter. <laughs> he has yeah. a scene with his daughter where he's, she's trying to it. sell him drugs, and he's like, no, I actually need to help find somebody. <laughs> yeah. Um, when he says that she's looking, the girl is like, super uh, you're probably not gonna find her like she's already yeah here take this and you'll forget about her yeah exactly like take this drug you you won't have to worry about her anymore and then she walks off and i just like i loved it because that's like apparently this wasn't you and mcgregor's idea no no so like it was just like let's bring in his daughter for a father-daughter scene in which this father is looking for his daughter (laughs) and he's she's literally right in front of him i like mm-hmm. it i just thought it was cool mm-hmm. um, yeah then we we see this kid who is kind of off in the background he sees obi-wan um the kid asks him about or like obi-wan's asking about like this girl the the kid tells him that there is a jedi who helps people obi-wan says that all the jedi are gone and then the kid offers to take him to the Jedi for the right price. Obi Wan goes. Yeah, of course. we and we I this... love this guy. I don't know yes. why. Haja but he makes me laugh so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the um, new Hondo. I a wish little we bit, could eh? see more of this guy. I uh, think we will. If there's another, I season, hope he's so. Got to be involved. He's got. You know involved. what? Put him in something else, right? Like or something I just. Else. 
I just liked his character a lot. He's a con man. Yeah, con, it was a great. Con of the cons. Mm-hmm. Aja leads this woman and her son into a courtyard with cages, claiming that they're safe. He he uses the force, air quotations there, uh, to summon a calm link. He contacts mm-hmm. uh, a gate for a spaceport and mm-hmm. then uses a Jedi mind trick on him to, uh, I guess, get passage for this mother and her force sensitive kid. Mm-hmm. And then tells it's just her to, hilarious, I right? Know, like, like just the goofiest con yeah. ever. Yeah. And he tells them that they're off to Corellia of all places. Mm-hmm. Cause we've seen Corellia. We saw it in Han Solo. It's a dump. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. interesting. Uh, the woman believes that the force is strong with Haja, which is hilarious. Yeah. And then as like it's a kind of like an awkward silence, and Haja's like the money, right? Like, I need the money. money. She's like, oh, yeah. here's some money. He's like, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't. Yeah. And then he counts it. <laughs> and then he counts it right in front of her. Yeah. And then they leave. Obi-Wan comes out, sees him, and and, and it's like, you, you you're a wise and strong Jedi. And then he's Haja's doing his Jedi thing, and then Obi Wan captures his a blaster uh, on him. Yeah, which right? is so like, funny. Like what the f- what the f Obi Wan? You know, like <laughs> you pulled a blaster on this guy. Really? But at this point, Obi Wan, how mad is he that he's impersonating a Jedi? Yes, I'd be mad right? too. But yeah, like, I mean, it's just so not Obi Wan. I, I know, I know. So Obi Wan questions him about things. He crushes his um. His, his magnets and his remotes. His remotes like, oh, like, oh, for the windows. The yeah. He's all sad about his, yeah. his con being kind of it's, thrown. It's funny. Uh, oh, Obi-Wan yeah. then tells him that he's going to help him find this girl. And Haja quickly just goes, okay. I'll it, oh, it. yeah, I'll help it. Yeah. yeah I'll do it. Like, can I trust you? Oh, yeah. You can trust me. Oh, yeah, me. definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's just it's just a great scene. Um, yeah. And then Obi-Wan like calls him like you're like the dirtiest of dirty tricks. Like you mm-hmm. you're scum, you're a rat. I'm just like, whoa, Obi-Wan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But interesting, does this kind of kick Obi-Wan's ass a little bit? Yeah. Like people are impersonating the Jedi. Yeah. Right. For, They've lost that respect. Monetary you know I mean? gain and Obi-Wan season. He's like, I don't like this. So kind of again, like another one of those kicks that kind of kicks him out of his 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 doldrums or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And um, like Hasha's not bad per se. No, he's se, not bad. Right. He's, he's just, doing he's good things surviving. for a fee. He's surviving. Right. Whereas the Jedi would do the exact same thing he's doing, Without but not fee. ask for the fee. Right, yeah, but he's exactly. a normal person. He doesn't have all the same skills a Jedi has. He needs to feed himself too, right? So, yeah, exactly. I mean, I can see why he's doing what he's doing. Um, Haja tells him that he's got to go to this place. Obi Wan goes there. There's like a laboratory inside, Breaking Bad style, very much so. All yeah. sorts of drugs in there. Uh, Obi Wan makes a glass container explode. This distracts basically the whole area, and he. Puts on a mask and slips into a, I guess, I don't know, like some facility. Well, yeah, he goes uh, through the back door that the guard yeah, is. basically. You know, where the more walking, illegal things are, are <laughs> yeah, happening. The kidnapping you know? thing. Yeah. Um, he gets into a hallway. A, a human in a Zabrak see him and mm-hmm. question him. And Obi-Wan fights him. And here, we, we it's like another 
of those jolts, right? Like Obi-Wan gets punched a couple times. Yeah. And then absolutely dismantles the two guys in the hall. Yeah. Then he gets it together and he's like, oh yeah, I know how to do this. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. And he forgets and then, about the horns on the Zabrak's hand or head, right? Yeah. He like goes to head push him and hurts his hand on the spike. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just it's a good scene because again, it's another one of those things that kicks Obi Wan out of his 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 shittiness, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ends up being Obi Wan goes into a room thinking that he found Princess Leia. It's not. It's a droid. He's captured by Flea's associates. They, yeah. they just restrain him. And just as they're about to, I guess, complete the trap, uh, Obi-Wan asks, I like Obi-Wan's like, tell me your plan. <laughs> yeah. And, and then they tell him, of course. And then uh, he, he like, Flea's got Kenobi's lightsaber. Um, he says that the third sister was right about him and that they're going to get super rich from capturing uh, Kenobi. They basically tell him at that point, like, you don't need to worry about Leia because you're going to be dead right away. And then uh, Obi-Wan takes the spice that his daughter, his daughter's character, daughter gave him and throws it to their faces as Obi-Wan puts the, the mask back on and he walks out and they're all hi. I as a motherfucker. <laughs> Third sister, she gets into the uh, the sewers. Obi Wan ends up finding Leia, who initially kind of like is like, "Who are you? Who are you?" Are yeah, she gets the jump on him too, which I thought yeah. was interesting. Yeah, she got the bit. jump on him. Yeah, uh, and then um, Obi Wan calms her down, says, "I like your father sent me. Let's go. We got to get out of here." They get out. They they need to change clothing. All this kind of stuff. And then um, they need to get to a spaceport in order to get out of town. And Leia is like, basically, I guess I have to follow you, right? You're risking There's your life. There's no really any choice. Yeah. But it's interesting um, here because, like, the way, like, they're talking, Obi-Wan tells her something and she makes a good comment on her breath. That was yeah. so like Carrie Fisher, where he yes, says something. Very like, much. I'm your father and you're my daughter. And she's like, grandfather, grandfather maybe. But just yeah. the way she said it was like Carrie <laughs> yeah. Fisher's Leia, right? Exactly. And then, and then too, like she's able to see that even Obi-Wan is hiding something, right? Yes. And she's able to see through like the veil. She's like, you think that by saying very little, people were, are not going to be able to figure out something about you, right? But it's actually the opposite. She says something to that extent. Yes. Anyway. And then and Obi-Wan's just... like... What the hell? How old are you? <laughs> yeah, how old Ten? are you? I'm like, okay. But yeah, yeah you're right. Absolutely. You should, the kid does such a great job as Leia. Yeah, she really just, does. Just really, really amazing. Yeah. Um, the Grand Inquisitor, along with the fifth brother and fourth sister, they arrive and they confront uh, Riva. They they chastise her for kidnapping uh, a senator's daughter. She says that they've done worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she tells them that they have found a link between Kenobi and Organa in the archives and that they were using Leia as bait. Grand Inquisitor, while furious with Reva, is like, well, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna capture Kenobi myself. I'm gonna do it. So don't yeah. worry about it. You're yeah. Does he at this oh. point tell her that she's off the case, basically? Pretty much. And he calls her scum. Like she came from yes. the gut too, right? So he insults her. And then he never says good work luring Kenobi here. And he's like, 
I'm going oh. to go catch him now. Like, how yeah. would you feel if you were Riva? Even if you weren't already an ambitious, mean, nasty person. And yes. then this person comes and says that to you. Oh, man. I would kill him right there. Like, from what I've yes. seen of her character before that, I'd be like, fuck you. Bam. Well, what's interesting Done. about this is <laughs> right? the fact that the Grand Inquisitor orders them to, like, shut the city down, right? Yeah. And then tells Riva that they're she's relieved of her duties and that she'll be disciplined when, for, when they're back or something when they're back and doesn't arrest her. Yeah. Like to me, uh, like here's a gripe. Why are you not putting her? Yeah, like, definitely. Like, cap, like, why are you just leaving her out? And obviously yeah. this comes back to haunt him later on in the episode. Gonna, it's like this, the honor system. Okay, Riva, you're out. <laughs> yeah. Go take a the seat. System. Um, Reva then places a bounty on Obi-Wan with the local bounty hunters and criminals, which is literally everybody in the city. Mm, Seems Um, that way, yeah. Across Dayu, we see everybody's like, I don't know, they're criminal pucks or whatever you want to call them. They start Mm -hmm. lighting up and they they open them up and it's a picture of Mm Obi-Wan. And um, while that's happening, Obi-Wan's buying... Leia a green cape and then a really fa- funny funny situation where she wants to get these gloves and he's like no we're not getting gloves and then looks at her and he buys the gloves anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> a very fatherly thing to do mm-hmm. uh, as they're walking they end up seeing oh no like Leia before that Leia's like you're a Jedi because she sees his lightsaber yeah. and he's like Shh. like you gotta shut the fuck up about this yeah you gotta be quiet you're gonna get yeah. me hurt yeah, which caught. is like Obi Wan. You're wearing a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, like, relax on Leia getting you caught. Um, she she wants him to show her that she is. She wants to be like levitator. Yeah, yeah. Which is hilarious because he's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to lift you up right now. <laughs> yeah. So they're running, and then they see as they're running these, um, I guess bounty hunters, criminals, everybody within the area, they yeah. see, they see that oh shoot, we're wanted. So they yeah. duck into a hallway or an alleyway, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, then the, the little kid ends up getting to uh, Haja and is like, yeah, he had that Jedi and now he's the most wanted in this. And then Haja picks up a gun and he's like, alright, let's go get him. <laughs> <laughs> they just walk out. <laughs> let's go get him. Yeah. Let's go get him first. Uh, in that I guess in the alley. In the alley, I want to. I'm. I'm just hoping I'm not jumping over anything. No, because like they go back into the alley here, and then Obi Wan comes out, gets approached by somebody in the alley, and he has to knock him out. Yeah, and And Leia doesn't like it. She's like Leia doesn't like it, and so he tells her to go sit down, and then Obi Wan goes over to check out this guy, and he's got that hollow. Yeah bounty thing and then and Leia she comes sees to it the, and she she reads it realizes that and she's not the one that they want he's yeah. the one that they want yeah they kidnapped her in order to draw him out and so she's yeah. like why would they do that and so then she runs away from him which i didn't yeah. really i mean i guess it maybe it's a kid thing to do but i didn't really it made no sense not what quite. kid runs off on some foreign planet Especially right. when it's like they kidnapped me to bring you out. It's like, well, wouldn't that just tell you that if she's smart enough to put that together, then wouldn't she be smart enough to know that? Well, that means that Obi-Wan would have been called to protect her because that's, yes. you know, you know what I mean? But then she runs yeah. away from him anyway, because he 
wasn't honest with her, I guess. Something. I don't know. I don't know so why she running... wants to get away from him. It just doesn't yeah. seem to. It was a bit of a silly, and I guess you can kind of, again, throw it to that she's a kid, a little bit of illogical to her nature. Mm-hmm. She's just trying to be safe. So mm-hmm. I guess you could kind of see it from yeah. that point. Otherwise, I don't know. But, but then she, yeah, she just goes. chases her. Yeah. Causes a scene. They get they somehow get on. Oh, she, does she climb like a ladder? She she runs up some stairs to the rooftops. Right. But then Obi Wan gets attacked by what might be my new favorite race in all of Star Wars, the T Rex guy. <laughs> I thought he was a T Rex guy. It looked like to me, it looked like he had a T Rex head <laughs> and a human body. Uh, and he was firing, and then with a the huge robot. like gun, like uh, like the guy in the Mandalorian. Pat, yes. Viz, the Vizsla character. Yeah, just firing yeah. at him unprovoked. Anything in the way is firing at him. Um, yeah. They, yeah, so the, the reptilian bounty hunter is shooting at Kenobi. Then there's a droid bounty hunter also shooting at Kenobi. Um, I Reva's kind of just hanging out on top of like a roof. She sees the, the, the gunfire happening and she starts doing her force-powered parkour. Yeah, parkour to get yeah. to them. Um, Obi Wan shoots the reptilian bounder hunter who falls to his ultimate death at the ground below, mm-hmm. and then they're they're fighting. And then Leia starts running towards a, a gap between two buildings, and she looks at it, and o- Obi Wan's like, "No, don't do this! Don't do this! Don't run! Don't jump at this, please!" She jumps, yeah. misses, falls, captures like a. A wire. I don't want to say, like a, yeah, some sort of wire. Like a, or yeah. I was going to say, like a hang, line. hang line. Wire. Yeah, exactly. Um, she's hanging there. Obi-Wan's like, don't let go. Don't let go. Isn't doing anything to go and get her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just laying there. Uh, she lets go, and he captures her, struggling within the forest mm-hmm. and saves her life. Lightly lets her down. And then immediately he comes running around the corner. Um, to to make sure that she's okay she realizes that he is a jedi and that okay it's safe to be with him kind of thing yeah um they reach the spaceport that they got to get to Mm -hmm. but it's closed off all sorts of troopers i think there's a couple of uh uh inquisitors standing there like the the, yeah yeah the the head inquisitor and the brother yeah and then um out of nowhere haja comes out and tells them that they need to get to this place. Now, this is uh, this I was confused about for a second because one second, the very previous scene that we saw with Haja, they were off to go and capture them. Mm-hmm. Right, they were going to get them and get the bounty and everything. He at no point do they mention anything about a bounty. They, he just shows up, tells them like, "I I realize who you are now." We got to get you out of here. We got to save the kid. Obi-Wan's like, how do I trust you? And he's like, you, you can't. You just like, what, but what else are you going to do? Like, yeah. like, what choice do you have? I'll give you time. And then there's like a, and this is where we, both you and I are like, I like Haja. He's mm-hmm. got a good heart. But like, yeah. wh- where's the switch from? Let's go catch him. <laughs> to, well, I think he's always had that right i don't think is he it because he's was... impersonating a jedi and he realizes what the jedi are and now he knows he's a jedi i don't think so 
for me, from what I gathered from his character, is like he wanted, he loved the Jedi, right? And that was why okay. he was impersonating one because he wanted to be do, one. yeah, right? And so he, while he wasn't a Jedi, he could still help people. Obviously, he needed to feed himself and he needed money in order to help people. So and when he did, he asked him for a bit, but yeah, yeah, right? So, like, that was kind of done with good purposes, in my okay. estimation, from what I can gather from you know what we learn of Hodge. so like he's not necessarily saying okay let's go get him to turn him in he's saying okay let's go get him to help him because like he's sent this kid off to you know somewhere safe right and it's clear that he's been doing this for a while you know and if he gets caught do you he'll be treated just like a jedi is probably treated as he's portraying a jedi right you like he he knows he's in trouble if he gets caught right so i don't so this is why I think he does help Obi-Wan. Like he he is good-hearted and he does see like the grand like keeping people away from the empire for whatever reason. Maybe he's got his own personal reason where he's like, "No, I just want to screw the empire. I don't care this Jedi thing is just a way for me to screw the empire." Maybe, I don't know. Right. Um but he does want to like yeah, I never really thought that he was going to hurt Obi-Wan. I mean, maybe I or like turn him in you know right so when he says you've got you've got to trust me i kind of did trust him for some reason okay it was Mm -hmm. just so quick the way he says it yeah (laughs) yeah can i trust you yeah (laughs) yeah just kind of hilarious but Mm -hmm. uh yeah okay fair enough so he tells him you got to get to this place this is going to send you off here we have people there that will help you and get you to a place where you need to be and then um Obi-Wan's like, okay, why are you doing this? He's like, because I do I like credits? Yes. Do do I have I made bad choices? Yeah. <laughs> but do I want to make up for it? Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> like a funny little scene there. And yeah. then um he's like he tells him, I'll give you as much time as you can. Yeah. So Obi-Wan and Leia, they get to the cargo port, is which is where now they're supposed to go. Um before that, Reva is on her way to find parkour across the city yeah yeah uh, but is confronted by haja who tells her that he is a jedi reva not interested she knows you're not a jedi yeah she can use Um, that insight power of hers to just tell really quick and then reva questions him about kenobi's location haja says that he's the only jedi around and then she uses the force to throw him against the wall and uses basically mind something mind pro yeah she reads his mind kenobi is <laughs> i like his reaction afterwards whoa yeah <laughs> i did not like that <laughs> and then she's and then she's off yeah um they get to the cargo port and then they hear a, a door opening and they hide and it's reva entering the cargo port uh, Obi-Wan tells Leia to get into the the cargo hold, I guess. Use this, get it started, I'll be right behind you. Um, he's hiding there and he pulls out his lightsaber and he's holding it. Uh, Reva lights her lightsaber. She's walking towards him, talking to him, attempting to kind of get him out of his hiding spot. Um, that She's going to bring him to Darth Vader. See, this is why I don't think he knows that Anakin is Vader. He doesn't react to vader mm-hmm. she's and then she goes oh you didn't know anakin skywalker is alive mm-hmm. 
and then it hits right and yeah. he's been looking for kenobi for a long time vader's been looking for kenobi for a long time this is where oh shit mm-hmm. this is this is why i don't think he knew before I think mm. he put it together at this point. Like, oh my God, Anakin is Vader. Yes, yes, he definitely puts it together at this point. I, but see, to me, I thought it was he and didn't it, realize that Anakin and Vader were both still alive. Yeah, and that might be. You could be right on mm. that. Um, One thing Inquisitor before the scene, oh, though, go ahead. Yeah. was that, um, you know, Leia does another Leia thing and says something. <laughs> and like Obi, like freezes Obi Wan in his path, right? And she yeah. she just kind of looks at her and is like, "What? Wow, you like, really remind me of someone." Yes and, yes, and I mean, I guess we can only speculate. I figured it was Pad- Padme. It's Padme. it's Padme, but it could have easily been like the Duchess Satine too. Um, oh, that's a good point. Um, but you know, so just the way that she—I mean, I assumed it was Padme, but it could have been I a lot think... of different people because he's known a lot of really strong women women right and um but yeah i think it was padme and it was kind of interesting just to to see you know because she's so headstrong see that yeah very much stubborn padme. i'm not stubborn yeah you are no yes. i'm not <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny you know what i i like that idea that it could have been satine that maybe he was remembering because mm-hmm. i look at padme and i don't see padme didn't have a close stubborn Oh, a little bit. She was like Anakin, and she didn't listen to yes. directions. But I don't know about stubborn was the right like, word to the. But I would Satine see Satine was stubborn. Was stubborn. Satine yeah, Satine was definitely stubborn. So that's so kind I, of I like why I one. thought it was Satine more. I like that. Could been I like Satine. that. Yeah, it's too bad that they didn't. Yeah, too bad that they didn't kind of clarify what that was. Eh, mm-hmm. but that would have been that would have been really cool. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor comes into the cargo bay. Uh, he's had enough of her, of her insubordination. Yeah. Um, yet has not arrested her yet. <laughs> well, but here's the um, other thing, too, before he comes in and she's talking about Anakin, like Reva's yes. talking about Anakin. Yeah. Nobody knows this, right? It's like the Emperor and Thrawn and right. anybody else who knows that Anakin is Vader is killed. And this is anybody a big who thing learns that she like, knows. She knows. So she and she's still alive. Yeah. So this was like when I first information. No, she's not. So like when I first saw this, I was like, "How the hell does she know that Anakin is Vader?" Right. Right. How the hell does she? I mean, if there was going to be anybody, I agree with your your sentiment on that. If anybody, like, how does she know? Yeah. How has she kept that quiet? But if anybody were to know who Anakin was or who Vader was. You would think it would be inquisitorious. Maybe. You would think. Not that that not that they should know that knowledge, but like they're all they're the the inquisitorious is not a team. Let's not no. pretend that they're some sort of team. They're all in this for themselves. Yes. They're all looking to 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 gain power, to gain favor with Vader, with the Emperor. This mm-hmm. is not about them working together for a common goal. So no. that's where I could see anybody in the Inquisitorious. If they they did their due diligence, their homework, they would find out that Anakin is Vader. Mm-hmm. But who's smart enough to go after that knowledge? Mm-hmm. 
Riva, from what mm-hmm. we know. Um, and you would assume the Grand Inquisitor would know. Like I, I would think the Grand Inquisitor would know who Vader is. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think that was something that Anakin really, or Vader really did not like people knowing. Right, because I remember in the comic books when there was a it's bunch a of clone troopers that learned yes. that he was Somebody Vader. He just Vader threw them all them right all out of the, kills them all right there and then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I yeah, agree. why why like he would let one of his subordinates know that? I don't think there makes the a difference only, to him. No, the only reason why I would think the Grand Inquisitor would know because the Grand Inquisitor is so, so hungry for knowledge mm-hmm. that he clearly goes through the temple for all sorts of whatever at some point like that that video of Anakin being called Vader would somehow it's just speculation on my part but I would think the Grand Inquisitor would have found that mm-hmm. but who knows um so the Grand Inquisitor and Reva are talking Reva says that they've got him cornered it's it, like they all they need to do is capture him um he tells her to get out of the way. He's going to go and get, and then she stabs him. Mm-hmm. Which is what she should have done. Yes. Which is what I would have done if I was her, because this and guy has so been such an people. asshole to her. And now he's <laughs> alone with her. Right. He, he, she gets him. Um, this to me is very important. I don't think a lot of people when they first watched this show understood what was happening here. They were like, how could she stab the Inquisitor? We mm-hmm. know the Grand Inquisitor is alive in Rebels. How yep. does she stab him? How does she kill him? First off, at no point did I go, well, he's dead. No, me neither. <laughs> Same with like, me. I'm like, what? She stabbed him. Well, he's alive in Rebels, so he's not I dead. I love the idea that she stabbed him. The reason mm-hmm. why I love it is because this shows us how much weaker the Inquisitorious is to anybody else in Jedi or Sith power level. Yes. They aren't strong. No. They're stronger than the average human. Mm-hmm. Of course. They have force powers. Their force powers are nowhere near what a Vader or what an Anakin or what an Obi-Wan or any actual Jedi Knight and above is. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why the Grand Inquisitor was never a Jedi Knight. Yeah. Right? And well, he wasn't he a of, temple guardian or something like a that? Temple guardian. Yeah. And that's it. And and people look at that and go, well, he's still a force user. I'm like, yes, of course he was. But he's not strong enough. He did not pass his trials to become a Jedi Knight. Mm-hmm. He's weaker. He's just weaker. It's just what it is. So when we see, and if you look back at Rebels, right, we see a essentially a Padawan Kanan Jarrus mm-hmm. fighting the Inquisitor. The Inquisitor is overpowering at first when they first meet. Because Kanan is minimal in his force powers. Yes. As they move on, he's getting more powerful. When he passes his trials and becomes a Jedi Knight, the Inquisitor is not a challenge. Mm -hmm. Like, we see it. Kanan goes and destroys him. Yeah. Right? And, And that's what we're... Nobody looks at those little kind of things and and gets into it they're just like oh how could you kill the like they're essentially the same power he's just in a higher position Mm -hmm. that's it and Mm -hmm. she has what like where the grand inquisitor 
is has turned to the dark side. He's turned to it for selfish political reasoning. Mm-hmm. He wants more power. He wants more knowledge. That's what he wants. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, how much force power are you going to actually garner from that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, he's selfish, all those kind of things. But when it comes to, like, the dark side, we know there are far stronger reasons or 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 machinations into like vader is strong because of the pain that he suffers mm-hmm. every day he focuses on that the revenge that he has in mind the the betrayal of the jedi all these things right anakin has going for him which pushes him to such strong levels of dark side power mm-hmm. palpatine is emperor because he's fucking evil mm-hmm. he's just out and out evil he's he's power hungry and he does everything in his power in his power to be the strongest. Reva, her whole reasoning behind everything that we find out later on is so to me so much stronger than the Grand Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. The Grand Inquisitor's there because he's kind of the first one to jump ship. Mm-hmm. Right? So and, and then what do we know about the Sith? You gotta overtake your master to become the master. So, like, that's where it is. Reva, to me, is much more powerful in the Force mm-hmm. than the Grand Inquisitor because her reasons are so much stronger. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, it's just an interesting thing to look at from that kind of way. Anyway, let's let's finish up because we're yeah. right at the end. Well, we're pretty much at the end, yeah. Obi-Wan's yeah. traumatized by this revelation that Anakin yes. and Vader are alive. He can't even and begin can't to understand even, it. No. He's so like you see it in his face. He's so afraid. Yeah, he's like, "Oh my it. god, Anakin!" Uh oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. So like he's sitting there, and then, um, and then it Reva, cuts to. Well, no, because like he, the the whole there's oh Reva chases after him. Yeah. Well, Reva and the Grand Inquisitor are having their situation. Obi Wan takes the time to get up onto the shuttle and mm-hmm. gets out. And as they're, they start lifting off, Reva's sitting there. She's like, "We will find you, Obi Wan. Yeah, you can't hide from the Empire." Yeah. And then inside the shuttle, we get the scene of scenes here in in the second episode. Yeah. Kenobi senses a, a disturbance in the Force. Leia's sitting there going, "Like, are you okay?" Vader's eyes open. Yeah. While he's in that back to tank. And then Obi-Wan goes, Anakin. Mm-hmm. Or Anna, he says Anakin, and then Vader's eyes open. Yeah. And then we see. Oh, it was awesome. I and, like, you scene. just see this torso of Anakin in the back to tank. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like, even just now thinking of it, I'm getting like goosebumps from mm-hmm. the scene because it was so awesome. And I it love was. it because now we're setting up the big shit. Yes. Right now we have this is you there's there's an arc of Obi-Wan and where he started to where he's gonna finish, but it is like a roller coaster yeah. of everything. And mm-hmm. I love it so much. And I it's it's to me watching it for the, the I this is now my third time watching it, but watching mm-hmm. it for another time, I keep seeing the things in the stories that make sense. And when we first watched it, both you and I talked about it. You you see all the stuff in social media and on the 
the YouTube channels and everything that people are complaining about this, that, and the other. I'm like I, watching it over and over. I think, I think a lot of people are missing important pieces mm-hmm. that they're not thinking about. And maybe that's, maybe that's shitty on star Wars for doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you have to watch it three times in order to get the story. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but okay. Yeah. And you know, okay. maybe that is good storytelling. That's the right? thing. Like, because, you know, we watch it all, you know, one at a time when it comes out and everyone's speculating about this and that because it's not happening, you know, at the end of a previous story. It's happening right. between two stories. So, like, yeah, I think that, you know, watching it in hindsight, especially having like a year removed from the show now almost, yeah. right? Um, so for To let it sink in and it's now found its place amongst the Star Wars canon and lore, right? Like... Yeah, you know, I I remember when I first saw these episodes, I was kind of like, I mean, I liked it. I was entertained, but I didn't love it. Yeah, And, you know, I'm not sure if I love them yet, but I really liked some of the aspects of these shows, like a lot. Like, I really, really liked them. There are little pieces that you can nitpick at, and that is every single TV show ever made. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the most perfect episode of TV I've ever watched was an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between Curb Your Enthusiasm and Star Wars, Star Trek, science fiction as a whole, fantasy, whatever you want to say. Comedy is comedy. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have a good storyline in order for a comedy to be good. No. You just need to tell a story. Mm-hmm. When it comes to a show or anything like this, maybe the Red Wedding in Game mm-hmm. of Thrones is maybe my favorite episode of storytelling mm-hmm. that I've ever seen. I can still nitpick mm-hmm. in that. Like, why is um, Lady Stark fighting to the bitter end <laughs> like mm-hmm. like she's it's what like what are you doing right in mm-hmm. in kenobi there's tiny little things oh we forgot to mention that uh the grand inquisitor kills flea <laughs> oh yes yeah with the with the the lightsaber yeah. mm-hmm. and he chops him up but, so, yeah yeah forgot to mention that flea ends he he's done he's one episode maybe two episode hopper that's it he's done mm-hmm. but like the nitpicking a story okay but you gotta take in the story after you've watched it initially because when i first watched kenobi and agree or disagree like it's kenobi i was so into it i missed mm-hmm. half the shit that was going on mm-hmm. because i was like yeah it's kenobi <laughs> and now here we are again a year removed and I'm picking up on the, all the little nuances, all the little pieces of storytelling, the mm-hmm. interesting things that make these characters who they are, who mm-hmm. we know they are. Like we're we're relearning Obi Wan in this yeah. show, yeah. Right? Like this is not Kenobi from Clone Wars. This is no. not Kenobi from Revenge of the Sith. This is a new Kenobi, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Like we have to understand that this isn't even Kenobi in A New Hope. He's not there yet. Mm-hmm. This is a story that's being told for the first time. So anybody sitting there going, Obi-Wan Kenobi wouldn't do that. Like, well, 
relax. It's different than what we saw with Luke in The Last Jedi. Yeah. Like, totally different. We had 30 years of an expectation of what Luke Skywalker was. Mm-hmm. He's a Jedi master. In A Force Awakens, they built him up to be this mythical character, right? Like, we've got to find Luke. Luke's the only one that can come back and save us. Well, why the hell did Luke run away? Mm-hmm. I don't hate why Luke was in hiding. I really don't. No, I don't. I mind. hate how they got there so quickly. Yeah. Didn't tell a story that made a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Luke just tossing the lightsaber aside. Like, no. that kind of stuff didn't make sense. Luke, though, hiding from the First Order? Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me why. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do that. That's the problem with that. They're telling us why Obi-Wan is like what he is here. Mm-hmm. And it makes, to me, complete sense. Is there is there some issues here and there? Sure. But nothing nothing significant. Yeah. Nothing to make me go, this this story is trash. What they did here was garbage. No, this I like it. I and while you're on that, I might again be that biased. I love this show. From mm-hmm. what it's told, because it's Kenobi, mm-hmm. I get where you're coming from, and I do definitely like. When I first watched it, I was like, hey, "It's Kenobi, I love it," but I have issues with a lot of the stuff that's going on in here. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. this third time going through it, a lot of those issues are like, you know what? That actually makes sense, mm-hmm. and the story makes sense. And Kenobi is not the Kenobi that I knew, and this isn't. Oh, this is Disney's Kenobi. No, it, this story is what it should be. Could you tell a better story? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm, I'm not going to say no, you can't tell a better story. But it's a good one, and it makes sense. So, yeah. like, I think if, if you're on the fence of this Kenobi show, or even any of this, especially Andor, because so many people are like, this is boring, this isn't Star. I'm like, watch it again. Andor is great storytelling. Yeah, it's awesome. And and it feels like Star Wars. Yeah. Like, is it a little darker? Sure. But that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with a dark Star Wars story at no, all. There is not. I mean, for crying out loud, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Anakin killed little kids. Yeah. <laughs> he killed little kids. That's as dark as it gets. You don't get any Pretty much. That. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Definitely. there you go. Any last words? Uh, no, I'm just looking forward to watching more of the show. Like, uh, oh. I can't wait for the Vader scenes. Like, yes. uh, like they're just so good. So those will be next, coming up in the next couple of weeks. And the uh, next episode, oh. the third episode, part three, we get a little bit of that. I love a lot of the storytelling in it. Um, funny story on the side. I ended up watching it like uh, part three by myself this week. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, Oh, why not? Let's, let's get right into it. And my son, uh, Max had watched the first two episodes. Of me. Mm-hmm. So when I told him that, I, or he came into the, the basement where I was sitting and I just finished the episode. And so up on the Disney screen is like part three. And mm-hmm. he saw that he's like, did you just watch this episode? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm looking at him and I'm like, uh, initially I was just going to go. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I saw on his face that he was like, 
did you just betray me like this? No, you watched <laughs> it without me. Yeah. And I was like, no, buddy, let, let's watch it. <laughs> I was going to pull a lightsaber out on me and end it right there. That's good. It was funny. But there you go. That's uh, that's part two of Kenobi. We'll continue with. Do we want to cut this down a little bit? What do you mean? Well, two Length? episodes. Yeah. Should we just do one episode for next week? Yeah, we could do that. What do you think? And then cover the episode more? Yeah, yeah, because this is going a little long. We've been talking for like almost <clears throat> two hours and 20 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, so this the next week we'll do long. part three. Okay. Um, these are hour episodes. I mean, what do you expect? It's a little different mm-hmm. than when you're doing a half hour episodes, but mm-hmm. we'll do we'll do part three next week. We'll have our, our next uh, entry into the top five, which will be, I guess we're going old trilogy. Yeah, original trilogy. Original trilogy, and are we still doing no force users? Yeah, I think so. Okay, no force users all the way through. So next up, ep- uh, next episode, top five, uh, no force users, original trilogy era, which will take us from a new hope all the way to. Yeah, Mando will be its own thing. So uh, right up until Re- Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, part three of the Kenobi series and uh, we'll continue on through there. So yeah, we'll see you again next week right here on Padres. There's a star Wars podcast. Take us out of here, Matt. All right. Take care and watch star Wars. Mm-hmm.